Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Hello everybody, I'm Chrissy Blaze and I welcome you to today's edition of Aquarius Rising. In Aquarius Rising, this monthly show, this 30-minute show every month, the first Tuesday every month, I talk about topics that are very Aquarian age. That is a combination of science and spirituality. I normally talk about astrology. Otherwise, I talk about different uh, topics, as I say. And today, I will be talking about prayer as a science to heal the world. After this, I will end the show with uh, the latest astrological news for November. So growing up, I have to say, I wasn't a particularly prayerful person. I grew up in England where um, I must say that religion is not such a, a prominent, doesn't play such a prominent part with the majority of people as it does in the USA, where I now live. I was very interested, though, from an early age with anything psychic, occult, metaphysical, spiritual. I was seeking the truth. And in fact, this led me uh, to work for seven years in a theological college, King's College London, where I had wonderful time talking to the professors of theology and asking them endless questions, most of which they found hard to answer, like what happens to us when we die, uh, and um, things like this. I was very disappointed. They're wonderful people, but I was very disappointed to see that they didn't teach the priest to be, and there were 300 of them in the department, how to pray or what prayer really was. Um, The first time that I really learned about prayer was when I met my spiritual master, who is still my spiritual master, Dr. George King, founder of the Etheria Society. And he taught that prayer is energy, spiritual energy. It's a science. It's a way to transmit energy from you, the prayer, to point B, the object of your prayer, whether that's the person who's sick and needs healing or healing for the world. He also taught that there are other forms of prayer, personal prayer and so on. But this form of prayer he called dynamic prayer. And it was something which he designed. It was quite unique to him. And this is what I'm going to be talking about today. Prayer is vitally important, especially at this time, because, as you know, we are in the middle of a crisis, an energy crisis. And there are many different aspects to this, and one of them is uh, climate change uh, as a result of the, the energy that we use, And um, there needs to be a change on many different levels. But he was talking about the spiritual energy crisis, the lack of spiritual energy or love in the 1960s. And really, 
if you think about it, this is the underlying problem. And he, he said that this was the underlying problem in our world. And if we could solve this one, then all the other energy crises would be solved. It's hard for people to get their head around that at times. But think about it this way. I think you all would agree that there needs to be more love in the world. Love is spiritual energy. It's a real thing. As Dr. King said, love is not an emotion or a power reserved for men of the cloth. It's an active living thing which is just as real as electricity. And he explained the difference is simply that it operates on a different frequency and does a different job and thus has to be manipulated in a different way or used in a different way strategically. So there needs to be more love in the world. I think we all would agree with that. If we had more love, we would have more understanding. We'd have more consciousness of oneness. We'd want to help those people uh, who were suffering, who didn't have enough. Um, the world's wealth would be shared, not as now held by the top, I don't know, 1% of people. There wouldn't be wars, so there wouldn't be weapons. There wouldn't be racism, bigotry, man's inhumanity to man, or basic materialism and greed. In other words, if we lived in a world of love, understanding, sharing, oneness, we would have, obviously, a much higher consciousness. And this would bring the will and the scientific technological skill, and not just that, but the desire to share and solve all the problems that exist. Now, I must admit that there are people who want to do this. There are um, a minority of people that want to do this, that are doing this, that are working uh, in these ways to help change the world. And certainly the Etheria Society, of which I'm a long-time member, is working really hard on missions designed by Dr. George King to bring more of this spiritual energy into the world in different ways. So operating on this level of spiritual energy, this is something we all can prove to ourselves through prayer. Because just as electricity flows through wires and produces heat and light, as we know, so does spiritual energy flow through our minds and bodies to produce light in the darkness of our world. So what's wrong then? Why isn't, it, why isn't the world lit up by this light? Well, obviously it's because not enough of us are using this or know how to use it, this energy of love how to radiate it outwards. Now, it has been proven that the energy of prayer is more powerful than the energies of physics. I have been speaking in previous years at uh, Lynn McTaggart's conferences, and there are many, many scientists there, and this is one of the things that they talked about that the properties of this high-frequency energy, spiritual energy, I call it, imbued with love, follow different natural laws than the properties of, for example, a laser beam. Which This means that um, when you send 
your love, your spiritual energy, your healing power to someone who may be 6,000 miles away or more, the energy does not diminish over distance. There's no loss of strength and the effect is the same. So this is a, a wonderful thing. So when, for example, we turn on the TV and we see that there's been an earthquake somewhere or a terrible flood in another part of the world, thousands of miles away, we can immediately raise our hands in prayer and with the love in our heart, open our hearts to these people. Our compassion is like the carrier wave, this energy, if you like. Uh, Our desire to help, I should say. Uh, and send it to the people who are suffering in this part of the world. And the energy is so powerful, this energy, that it will not diminish in its strength or potency wherever the people are. So this is a miraculous energy that we have at our disposal. We just need to have the consciousness, the desire. The desire is the, the thing that kind of sparks us off. Some people may turn on the TV and, and see it and no effect. But I know the people listening to this show are people who have a conscience, who do care, who are compassionate and want to help. And many of you are already, I know, sending your love through prayer to, to people on a regular basis. But if you're not, if you haven't really thought about it in this way, then um, you can do a little experiment to yourself. There are many methods of prayer. I'm not saying this is the only one. Of course, there are many, many methods of prayer and there are many different prayers available. Um, But just remember to keep your prayer very simple because you're in effect a magician and you're directing this energy to where you want it to go. So first of all, make the request to God and it may be, um, depending on your religion, it doesn't matter, Maybe Brahma, it might be Jehovah, it may be the creative force. Whatever you call it, that's fine. But first make that request because let's face it, the energy that we're sending through us is coming from the creative source, is coming from God. We are the channels for that. So first make that request, Almighty God, and then ask that you might be a channel for this great power of love to flow through you to those who are suffering as a result of this earthquake and name where it is, uh, etc. So keep it very simple, but allow the love to flow through you. And the way to do it is to raise your hands, shoulder height, with the hands, the palms facing outwards, keeping your fingers and thumbs together. And the energy will flow through your heart center, the chakra wishes. Um, just in front of the breastbone, um, through the psychic centers or the chakras which are in the palms of your hands and out. This is a real energy here. You don't want to lock it in the body by placing the palms together over your heart center. You want to let the energy go free. And you can try a prayer that you know. Try it both ways. Try it with your hands together and then open the hands, open the arms um, in the way that I describe. And you should feel a difference. Um, so the energy will flow through you. You've made the request to God and it will flow through you to wherever you direct it. You're a magician here. You're in, in control of this energy. 
and you're radiating it out. Because let's face it, if you look at the structure of man, the, um, the psychic bodies of man, the auric structure of man, we have within us these major psychic centers, these chakras, um, which are constantly taking in and radiating out energy, the level with which they're associated. So the more we use um, the power of love, the more we will activate the higher chakras within us. And the more we will attract to ourselves, beneficial to us too, the more we will attract to ourselves higher levels of consciousness. And this will help us to gain greater clarity, greater wisdom, greater strength, and all these good things. So not only are we helping others by doing this, but we're also helping our world. It's definitely a win-win situation here. So what is dynamic prayer, as I've mentioned? Well, the main difference between the normal prayer that you might do and dynamic prayer is depth of expression and effort. If ordinary prayer or regular prayer is an expression of a small portion of your conscious mind, dynamic prayer is like a spiritual song from deep within you. Dr. George King said, prayer is a song of the soul and the soul wants to sing. I think that's such a beautiful expression. Prayer is a song of the soul and the soul wants to sing. Dynamic prayer is the type of prayer you might say if you knew that your one prayer could save the world. It would be intense. It would be full of your deepest feelings from your very soul. You would give it everything you had, heart, soul, focus. If you knew that one prayer could save a beloved person in your life, you would do this. You would throw everything into that prayer. And this is what dynamic prayer is. And if you think about it, the more effort we put into something, the, the greater the result. So prayer is something that we can work at, that the more we practice prayer, the more, more we perform prayer, the better we will become which may sound strange to some people. It's like you have this communion with God, so why do you need to put your effort into it? Well, you could think God has given you this uh, auric structure containing these psychic centers, these chakras, for a reason. And we are here to open the higher chakras, to raise the kundalini within the spine, open the higher chakras and gain greater and greater degrees of enlightenment. And this prayer is one wonderful way that we can do this, that we will do this every time we raise our hands in prayer. So your soul wants to sing. And to sing this song with your soul, though, you must initially, well, always, but initially to get things moving to sort of Put your whole effort, power, will, concentration, love, direction into this. And how, so how do we start? We're all limited by ourselves, our shyness, our inhibitions. These things are natural. But never forget that within us we have tremendous capabilities. 
tremendous inner strength that for the most part we don't use. And you hear these stories of how somebody was trapped under a car and a couple of people went there and they lifted the car up. This is the kind of power we have within us. And yet we don't use it most of the time. Life doesn't demand that we use it in our regular jobs, our everyday lives. But I'm not talking here about our everyday lives. I'm talking here about that part of you that when you inhabit this, when you send your prayers, you're becoming an extraordinary person. You're becoming a miracle maker. Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. I have found over many years, many decades of using this prayer technique I have seen miracles. I have witnessed miracles happen within me. I have witnessed them happening in the world and with other people. Now, dynamic prayer means heart and soul. It's not a cookie-cutter thing that where we all sound the same because we're all completely unique. As an astrologer, I know that. We're all completely different and completely unique. We have different destinies, different approaches to life, and our souls operate, if you like. Uh, Our experiences are different, so our souls, the song of our soul will be different with every person. But even so, it's always an intense and focused expression. Whether you're a quiet person or a loud personality, dynamic prayer requires of you that you put as much of your love into the prayer that you can. And whether the prayer is quiet or loud, it doesn't matter, as long as it has this intensity, this effort behind it. Of course, any prayer works. Any prayer will work. But the more dynamic the prayer, the more effect it will have. The more soulful the prayer, the more effect it will have. But what's really needed in these days is, according to Dr. King, and if you think about it, it seems very logical, very reasonable, is dynamic prayer. The world needs this boost of spiritual energy from as many people as possible. And one thing in the Ethereum Society we do is hold online regular dynamic services where we use the practice of the 12 blessings. Some of you may be familiar with that. These are the, the New Age teachings of the Master Jesus, which include a cosmic concept which were delivered through Dr. George King as a medium in 1958. And these are used in all the services of the Ethereum Society throughout the world. And also we have these online services. So go to www.12blessings.org and you can download a copy of the, the prayers, the 12 blessing prayers, and you can join with the different services which we hold many times a week for um, emergency situations in the world and so forth. So this is something I highly recommend if you want to improve your own prayer or joining together with um, will be led by an experienced uh, priest or minister and you will experience this dynamic prayer yourself. And I believe that you will feel for yourself. 
But you don't have to do that. Start in your own home, in your own way. Um, get a, write a prayer yourself or get a copy of a prayer that you really like and start to practice this technique. Hands raised, allow the love to flow through you. Prayer really is the science of miracles. Dynamic prayer is a wonderful expression. It's the song of the soul, and the soul wants to sing. It wants to express light all around it. It wants to go forward and help and raise others who need the transmuting power of a joyous soul. We have to allow our inner soul to do this, this beautiful manifestation to take place, this great surge of energy to fill your mind and your aura to such an extent that the bread you cast upon the waters will be plentiful and beneficial. And you know, the climate crisis is on everybody's mind, and this is a great thing, and it's a great thing that the countries are getting together and coming up with solutions, but will it be enough to recycle and all these good things that we do and are important because we're caring about the planet? But what's our motive? We're caring about the planet for ourselves and our future. But what about the planet herself as a living, breathing intelligence? That's a whole other topic, which I'll talk about another time. But one thing we can all do to help in this energy crisis is prayer on a regular basis. You will be helping in the best possible way, far more important than recycling, for example, because you're bringing about this solution, helping in this solution for the spiritual energy crisis. And I have to say, this uh, program is November the 2nd. On November the 4th, a giant satellite comes into orbit of Earth and has been doing so for many, many decades. Uh, and a time, we're starting a time called a spiritual push. And this time, this satellite called the third satellite has technology aboard. It's from the planet uh, Mars, which enhances every the, the spiritual efforts the service the, um, that anyone of any religion at all or none at all, it doesn't matter, anyone who's performing spiritual practices, giving service in some way, the results of that will be enhanced by 3,000 times. The Assyria Society has been consciously cooperating with this craft for many, many decades, and we spread this very, very hopeful message throughout our world. And we hope that you will suspend judgment if you're new to this and try it for yourself. Do a prayer now, today, and then do your prayers from after. It's actually midnight on um, November the 4th, but it's 8 p.m. Eastern time. After that, during this period of time, the spiritual push, and there are four of these each year, ends on December the 10th, Try doing your prayers during this time and your healing during this time and feel the difference. It's an experiment. So lots of experiments for you to do today because I don't like to say to people, you should do this or you should do that, but I'd like to 
show people how they can prove things to themselves because if you're anything like me, you have to do that. I, I, you know, I like to know things for myself and prayer is a wonderful way to prove it to yourself. How very powerful, how very fantastically um, powerful you really are on this deep spiritual level because the spiritual part of us is the really important part. We get so wound up by uh, all the things we have to deal with, all the, um, uh, you know, all the, the news of the world, what's happening, and all the different theories that there are out there. And it can be very confusing. And we have health issues to deal with and all these physical things, the physical and the mental. But the one thing that really will bring us through all of these things is the spiritual. It will lead us. It will guide us in the right direction if we allow it to. And by using prayer on a regular basis, we will start to be guided by that higher part of ourselves. So I've only got a few minutes left. I'm going to close by talking about uh, the astrology for November. Quite transformational and exciting. And because we're entering another eclipse season, you can guarantee that change is on the horizon too. Now, October was kind of a frustrating month because there were four different planetary retrogrades going on. So anything you kind of tried to do or finish or start, you seem to be, there were delays and frustration. So we're kicking off November now with more of a sense of, of clarity and momentum to get things going. The mysterious energy of the Scorpio season that we're now in with the sun in Scorpio inspires us at this time to dig deep, to dive beneath the surface of our feelings for the first few weeks of the month. And this is the ideal time to work on your prayer and your healing. Absolutely ideal time to manifest that deeper part of yourself. And especially at the time of the new moon, which is November the 4th, and that, as I say, is also the beginning of the spiritual push when you're, all your service to others, all your spiritual activities will be enhanced, as I said, by 3,000 times. And if you want to learn more about this, I advise you to visit aetherius.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. Going back to November, on November the 5th, Venus, enters uh, the pragmatic earth sign Capricorn, which gives a more grounded and sort of no-nonsense approach to our lives and, uh, and our money situations throughout the rest of the month. We'll be less interested in sort of financial risk-taking and more drawn to situations that offer us uh, stability, uh, security, so it's about making practical investments. It's a good time to invest, um, but we don't want to invest in things that are, we don't want to waste our time and our money on things that aren't going to bring us results for the long time, long term. If you're starting a new job, if you're starting a new relationship, think about how these new um, things that you're beginning fit into your future, whether you see yourself actually putting in the work necessary to make them worth your while. <laughs> so 
investments, a new job, any of these things. You're looking for longevity. You're looking for stability. You're looking for security now. Um, the intensity of Scorpio will begin to lighten up after the eclipse as the sun enters uh, free-spirited Sagittarius uh, two days later on November the 21st. And the Sagittarius season brings us, tends to bring us uh, more of a sense of adventure, helping us to embrace the changes that are taking place or will be taking place, with the, especially with the lunar eclipse in Taurus, which can sort of shake up a little our sense of stability. Uh, I know because I've got it right on my moon and heading towards my Mercury, so it, it's very, very true. But on the other hand, change can be very good. I mean, change is usually good. None of us really like change usually, but it's helping us to move forward in some way. It's how, as long as we are open to learn from the changes that are taking place. The planet Mars, the planet of action, activity, is in Scorpio throughout the whole of November, sort of imbuing us with this concentrated energy force and a powerful drive to conquer our goals. And again, this is another indication that this really is a great time to delve deep and use this energy within us to help and heal and bring enlightenment to ourselves as well as to others. So we're coming to the end now of the show. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, God bless each and every one of you. And I'll see you in December, the first Tuesday. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time. In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all. during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.